So you got to explain to me what are we supposed to? <laughs> what are we supposed to be doing today? We're gonna coalesce the essence of human existence okay. into right. something that's like comprehensible and useful. It's gonna okay. be great. All right, you ready? Who's there? It's rare. Who's there? It's rare. Come fill your time. This pot's for all. From the finger legs join in the call. Learn something new about the Cuca Trail. Upstate New York, every episode of town. Who's there? It's rare. Who's there? It's rare. It's rare. You can find it on YouTube and stuff like that, I guess. I don't know. I don't know where I found it last time I watched it. I just watch it. I, every once in a while, I go find it. Uh, we're talking about the history of the world part one, everybody. So Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks is great. So Mel Brooks. Uh, oh, God. I don't know. Did you ever see the movie Caveman? 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 Yeah. I'm not sure. I think it was a Mel Brooks movie. It's like old school. It's like about them being like, I don't know. Back in the caveman days. I think I did. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. I would have liked it better if it had, uh, shoot, what's her name? Raquel Welsh. Who's that? I'll show you. Is she good looking? Like Beyonce? What? Who the heck's that? Raquel Welsh? Yeah, I've never seen her. She's got, she's got a boob job. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe she was in it, right? One million years BC. Yeah, she looks like she was in it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. She she looks convincing as a cave woman. Definitely. With a hairstyle like that? Yeah. I mean, you know all the cave women had just great hair. It had to be really strong so that the cavemen could drag them by it. Oh, God. Let's not start this already today. Let's not, let's not get into cavemen. Abusing <laughs> women. We don't want the cavemen to get me too <laughs> we, just, we just me too the cavemen. Can we have cavemen and dinosaurs just be allowed to be horrible people? Yeah. I was, uh, I was watching this thing, and the guy was like trying to explain things that get glorified and things that get demeaned and why certain things are glorified and others are demeaned and everything. And he was trying to justify that it has to do with the time gap and somebody else was there and they kind of, um, destroyed his hypothesis. Cause he was like, you know, cause they were talking about like, um, people during the civil war, like, it's pretty demeaning and people think the civil war was like a, you know, what was going on, you know, there was a bad side and a good side. Cause, but then he goes, you know, back in the wild, wild West, right around the same time, everyone, you know, no one demeans how bad they were. Everyone thinks it's cool to be a bank robber and, and all that crazy stuff they used to do back then shooting people in the bar over a game of poker and you, 
get. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, isn't it? Because it's around the same time as what he's. It's the one guy's trying to explain. He's like, because you think about Civil War, that's looked down on. They're taking down statues, and maybe it's because it's a different reason. But you know, I don't know. But then you go like, if somebody put up a statue of Jesse James, the freaking bank robber who killed a lot of innocent people, he probably he'd probably be left alone. Right? Well, I'll tell you if it, have. If you really want to talk about that, you should go to Northfield, Minnesota. Okay. Because that's where they defeated Jesse James. It was Minnesota. Northfield, Minnesota. I, he was shot in his like sleep, wasn't he? Uh, I believe he was shot playing poker. He he got like betrayed by. He got guy. shot in the back playing yeah. poker. Yeah, somebody like betrayed him. Remember watching the Jesse James vid movie? Yeah. Yeah. But it was in Northfield, Minnesota, and every year they, well, I guess maybe not the past couple of years because of all the nonsense, but every year they have a big festival, the defeat of Jesse James. Really? And uh, they have tractor pulls and (laughs) like you can get walleye on a stick and all sorts of shit like that. It's great. Walleye on a stick? It's a big thing in Minnesota. They get walleye and they put it on a stick and they fry it and then they like squirt lemon on it. So what what about the bones? Do you eat the bones? Or is it just a filet? Uh, it's just, it's just me. It's just, it's just chunks. Just, oh, just chunks. It's chunks of, yeah, it's just chunks okay. of it. Okay. Walleye's delicious. Yeah, it's good. There's not much around here. Not, not enough. There is some though. Yeah. They're there a lot like some. perch, right? That's what I heard. Um, I think Similar. it's definitely better than perch. Really? Yeah. You ever eat pickerel? No. I like taste pickerel. They look cool. They look awesome. They look yeah. badass. Yeah. No, I've never. I've always wanted to catch one. Yeah. They're good. Yeah. I caught a... So, my buddy and I, we were fishing in Seneca Lake, and I caught this pike. And we we would always just go catch a little, like, small, smallmouth bass. Uh, and, you know, all of a sudden, I get nailed on this little line. It's like a little test line you know and this thing's freaking screaming and going i'm like what the hell like i've got like the biggest fish and i'm like dude get the net like we got like a huge like fish uh, you know trout or something and my buddy goes running up to it and he like he's like gonna net it and he can't get the net for some reason so he goes to grab it and he sees that it's a pike and he goes he goes oh that like I, I'm, I'm not touching that i'm like dude grab it. it's huge it's huge we're gonna mount it grab it yeah grab it, it by the it, teeth and then like so he i give him the pole and i and uh he's like holding on to it and i'm like i'm just gonna grab it like what's the worst you know what's the worst that's gonna happen it's gonna bite me right all sorts of things so then like i go to grab it it gets off the line i like jump out in the water <laughs> try to grab it with my hands i think back that day i'm like man i'm lucky i did not get shredded up because northerns are get sweet you. yeah, yeah. They, yeah they're not defenseless fish it wasn't as big as i thought but it was cool because i never caught a pike i was just like ready it's like i need to get this thing out of the water it was funny that would be badass. Have you ever watched Seinfeld? I've not. No. He's too young. I was born. I in, guess actually, she's probably your age. I was born in ninety-one. Yeah, she's a little bit. I don't know. She might yeah, be a little bit I older. Know. I don't know. She's Seinfeld was probably not my time span. There, I've I've seen like funny videos, like highlights and stuff, but never watched it. Yeah, it's it's a great show. You should watch it. I grew up with a dad a lot like Someday. yours, right? He was like a big in sports, so we watched ESPN True. and sports every night. That was what's on the TV. I had a so. uh, professor in grad school that said that you didn't have to watch the news or read the news. Just watch ESPN. Anything important enough, they will talk about on Sports Center. That's true. 
if there's anything that's actually important going on in the world, it'll get mentioned on Sports Center. Yeah. Speaking of which, what do you think about the ship that's like lodged in the Suez Canal? Yeah, it's all this like perfect design. It says evergreen on it, but they're saying it's called Evergiven. Is uh you get one redneck with a tow hook on this side. Hell yeah. You get another redneck with a tow hook on this side and just hook opposite ends. They gotta have new tires though. Yeah. And man, uh we'll get that thing straight now. How there. like how big of a lift kit? What do you think? Like I I don't want to go too crazy. Six inch, eight inch. I was gonna say maybe a four inch lift. Four inch. Yeah. And make sure yeah. you get the ones where they only jack up the front of their truck. Right. Get the back end. Squat. Low. Yeah, you want that squat. Get so that squat. Can really yank that sucker <laughs> out there. <laughs> oh god. Uh, uh, we got our we got our biggest biggest brain on it. We got Elon Musk. He's ready to do it. Is he? Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna unlodge it. He's ready. Is he? Or is it? Are you just saying it because I no, said he should? No. Oh, wait. When did you say that? Like yesterday, I said I want Elon Musk. Where were you on what would you say that on the internet? I said, oh, I want, I didn't see it. What I want to have happen. I said on like a Facebook post, I oh. said, I want to see Elon Musk. Uh-huh. Do, do you know the only president that owns a patent? The only president that we've had us president to have a us patent. I'm, I'm going to say Abe Lincoln. You got it. Okay. So he invented this thing. And a couple of years ago, I found out he was the only president to have a patent. So I was like, Oh, we got to see what this is all about. So I looked up the patent and what it is, is like a system where it's basically like these airbags that mm-hmm. go on a barge. Okay. And when it gets hung up on like a sandbar or shoals, whatever stuff like that, they just inflate the airbags and it lifts the boat up. Seems smart. Over, over it. Yeah, that, that should work, right? Yeah. Like, why can't we get Elon Musk? He was going to build that giant tube thing to get those kids out of that cave, remember? Yeah. Why don't you just like take that, put it under the boat, and lift that some bitch up. So uh, somebody might want to fact check me on the Elon Musk thing, but that's what I was reading in an article. So okay, as and, long as there was an actual article and it just wasn't my my Facebook it post. Doesn't <laughs> articles don't always mean it's right? I've learned so. Might wanna, that's true. Might want to fact check and see if Elon Musk is more busy trying to colonize Mars or fix this uh, ship in the canal. Find multiple sources. Yeah. Um. What if he just colonizes the canal? What if we just all live under the canal? Under it? Yeah. It doesn't seem like a... I mean... Does it seem viable? How deep's the canal? Uh, not, I mean, not deep enough to keep that <laughs> ship from getting stuck. <laughs> well, I guess not wide enough to keep, keep that ship from getting stuck. So why doesn't why doesn't he work on trying to colonize the ocean? Is that doable? Right? It's just as doable as Mars, if not more. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think the... the the pressures of the ocean are pretty crazy, but there are, you don't I, have to go super deep. All right. I mean, you can go like a hundred foot deep water. I'm not saying like go out deep and the freaking, but then you don't get the sun. You have to have energy. So where's the energy going to come from out of the ocean? You put solar panels on top of the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Like a little, wouldn't you be depressed if you could get any sunshine? I mean, we'd all be seasonally effective 100% of the time. 50 foot of water? <laughs> <laughs> Does that change it? Are we are we better now? Nobody gets skin cancer anymore. We, everybody be as, at least as white as me. Is that true? Is sun the only reason for skin cancer? I don't think that's right. No, I don't think it is. No. No. I, I would say colonizing the ocean would be my first step before Mars. Like getting a little little civilization in the ocean of fish people. 
Well, I Mermaid. who was telling me was it on a Joe Rogan podcast or something where they've got a place where there's a dome underwater? Oh, I haven't heard. I don't know. And you can literally go down there and get inside the dome, and they've got it's all like a self-contained um, little community. Really? And That's I don't sweet. know about I don't know about community, but like okay. living area for a small number of people. And he was asking the guy like, "How, how, how do you poop?" And he's like, you just like put on your mask and just like swim out and then just poop and then go swim back in. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, no toilet paper needed. Right. That's pretty cool. Clean. Yeah. Clean break. You could you could build a septic system underwater. I imagine. Uh, some sort of some sort of pressurized system. Like you would on a spaceship, right? Yeah. I don't know what the payoff is in the ocean though. The ocean's so big. Yeah, I I mean I don't know either. I'm I'm just spitballing here when we start ours we'll think of something cool for sure for sure tim that uh we are heading there yeah i think think gamestop will be the only business left by the time we're done and we'll all be using dogecoin as currency (laughs) i'm still trying to figure out how to use uh bitcoin to buy things i just really want to what do you want to buy with Um, bitcoin i know i can buy a tesla with it uh if i had enough of it okay but i don't um so maybe you think you can buy a pizza with Bitcoin from somebody? You used to be able to. I know there yeah. are places where you can. There's there's a website that has a list of places that you can buy things with Bitcoin. Whoa. Yeah. So Tim, what's a Bitcoin worth at Laurentide? If like, you know, how, what, how many beers do you think you can get with a Bitcoin? More, more imminently important. How many beers can I get with one ounce of silver? Just like one ounce of pure silver. Do you know where to get one ounce of pure silver? Yeah. You have it like on you? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tim. How much trouble do you get for robbing someone for one ounce of pure silver? Look that up. <laughs> oh, God. What, what do you really have one ounce of pure silver for? Why not? You Just, you, just in case of the werewolves. You really do have an ounce of pure silver? In case of the werewolves, I told you. What? What is? What, seriously, what is silver worth? All right, let's see this. That's one ounce of silver in your hand. All right, this is pretty cool, dude. I'm not going to lie. What the heck? What's that say? What's it say? Oh, there you go. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Oh, cool. Okay. So, like, what's it worth? That? Maybe it's worth bucks? about 36 bucks. 36 bucks? That's cool. That's not the spot price, but that's with including the premium. Nice for the bullion. Uh, now, what about how much would a thing of gold like that be? Uh, an ounce of gold would be worth like two thousand dollars. Really? Yeah, oh, I want it, one. Of like those. in this in this format, it would be um, around two thousand dollars. Damn. Probably closer to eighteen hundred spot right now. Spot price for for bullion for like pure metals is um, like what it costs raw. Hmm. Okay. You ever done day trading? A uh, very small amount. Try to avoid it. Yeah. Sometimes, dude, I day trade a little bit back when I was like probably in college. So maybe 1920. Yeah. And I'll never forget like how much money you could make. All of a sudden oh, you're yeah. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then the next day you have nothing. You're like, it, it's how not, does this happen? And it's not good <laughs> t- for taxes. 
Like oh, it's God. not at all good for taxes. I didn't know what I was doing. You don't get an advantage with taxes. We all got this like it was like the first like day trading app, and mm-hmm. my one like economy teacher was telling us about it. So we all like downloaded, and we're all like fucking trading our money. I'm sure we all lost. Yeah, it was hilarious. Well, it's kind of like you know Robinhood too. Yeah. Except for that's at least not day trading. You could day trade on it. I've done a little bit of day trading using it. That's scary. But I try to avoid it. Once I get a little bit more used to doing what I was doing, I got a little bit more patient. What kind of tea is this? That's Earl Grey. You ever had Earl Grey? No. What's it mean? It's pretty good. Right? It's black tea with bergamot. Whoa. Bergamot. What's that? I don't know. It's it's like a little berry. Is it like uh, sumac kind of? Um, a little different. I don't know. It's, uh, you know, I think they, they used to make it in India. So back in the day. Do, does any, do we have a day to uh, honor the people that tried all the poisonous stuff on earth? <laughs> I think we should. That's a, that's a viable day. Like I'm the person that ate the first, you know, like nightshade. Good on him. Like, who knows? We could have could have been disastrous definitely you know think of somebody's like brings nightshade to a potluck with like a thousand people one of us might not be here well so. think about think about the um <laughs> when they first brought potatoes back to france okay or i think they brought them back via spain i think spain gave them to france as a gift or something and the, the french didn't know how to prepare them so they chopped up the greens and like sauteed them or something and they all got poisoned because that part of the plant's poisonous whoa i don't think you were allowed to eat potatoes in france for a long time which makes french fries really funny yeah that's why they're freedom fries yeah (laughs) (laughs) but they didn't realize you know you gotta eat the bottom you know the root thank you george w freedom fries freedom fries <laughs> dude uh, you still go to restaurants. you ain't with us you're against us <laughs> if you go to some restaurants you still see them sometimes people have freedom fries on the menu i love it i always die laughing i just call them julian cut fries julian really fancy julian fries yeah i prefer the steak fries can i tell you the most disgusted i've been about a potato is mary if i like cut potatoes up to like i don't know what i'm doing she will eat them raw oh that's weird. Yeah, I used to do that. Really? Like, yeah, a long time ago. Isn't that strange? Yeah, yeah it mean, is. Raw potatoes. Real starchy. She's Irish, so maybe that's like a heritage thing. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe she just likes potatoes. I think it's that Irish. could be. I think it could Irish. be. Yeah. But, you know, the problem with her is she's Irish, but she doesn't like to drink. So maybe she's not. You think she's fake Irish? If you're going to eat raw potatoes and not drink, I think you're trying to prove something. Huh. Yeah. She's probably yeah, watching. What? She wants to fight me. Yeah, she's probably Manx or something. <laughs> yeah, your ancestors. I think she's a succubus. At any moment, she can turn into like some she-demon. Like, I've been waiting for it. That <laughs> sounds actually realistic. Yeah, because they're like all nice and they're supposed to be like safe. You know, that's a good. The succubus is always like they get you in and then they eat your soul. If I had a nickel. <laughs> For every succubus you've been with? Is that a lot? How many nickels would you have? Two? You know what? I'm going to plead the fifth. <laughs> not going to. No. no not going to go there. Not going to go oh there. God. Oh, boy. I wonder uh, I wonder where succubus comes from. 
Hey, so I was thinking about that the other night. Maybe you know. So, <laughs> where the hell do all these bullshit like stories come from? Like, not like bullshit, like something somebody uh, this time, like dragons and freaking trolls and all these like weird ass things. Like, are they all just stories from different people's cultures? Like, where, where, or was there some weird shit back in the day that we're all we don't know about? I don't think so. I think that. The interesting part. Vampires, werewolves. I mean, no vampires came from Vlad and Paler, but what about werewolves? Like, where, where do we come up with, with this weird shit? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they're out there. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, My dad's probably pissed right now. <laughs> like, quit talking about werewolves, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> um, the thing that really gets me about those stories is that a lot of them are cross-cultural. That you'll you'll find them in different parts of the world from times when those parts of the world were not that they were completely isolated from each other like really i didn't like, know that like dragons and unicorns and shit really exist in like china 2000 years ago and in you know scotland 10000 years ago and that's the crazy part there must be goddamn dragons that we didn't know about i mean it's just a t-rex with wings right that can I don't shoot know. shoot I don't fire know. it's not I mean, is and it I really believe, that crazy at this point? I believe Scotland's national animal is the unicorn. Are you sure? You got to fact check yourself on fact this check. one, dude. <laughs> newbie, newbie, look that up. Oh, God. Okay, if Scotland's national an, an, uh, animal is the unicorn and not Nessie, I'm going to be offended. How's the Loch Ness Monster now? Look at it. Look at Look at You got to be shitting me, Phil. <laughs> Why is it a unicorn? Look at this? I mean, look at how magical that place looks. Yeah, what about what about the beautiful. Loch Ness monster? It's underwater. You you can't be underwater and try to be a national animal. Fine. If they wanted to be a national What's animal, what's their national water. underwater thing? Fish. <laughs> <laughs> Here's why a unicorn is Scotland's national animal. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there was horses with horns, right? At one point, that makes sense. Although a mythical beast, the unicorn, a white horse-like creature with a lion's tuft for a tail and a spiraling horn protruding from its forehead, has featured in many cultures as far back as the classical age. See, that's the crazy thing. Babylonians and Indus Valley. Ancient seals. Seals. Oh, cool. They're written from the ancient Greeks. Not that kind of seals. The Romans and Persians. Do you think that they just saw like a narwhal and they were like, "Oh, is that what like you, if what a, you thought about seal? Like if a narwhal screwed a horse? Yeah, I mean narwhals are pretty. You wouldn't believe they existed. If you didn't no. see one. Those There's a lot are, of shit you wouldn't think existed. Like look at an octopus. Those things are weird. Look at its beard. Well, it does as a goatee. It's got like a goat beard. You know, I don't ever trust anyone with a beard like that. No, me either. If you have a beard like that, don't come talk to me. I'm sorry. But just not, don't do it. Look at that. Look at that seal. Or Scotland, unicorn, Animal England, lion. lion. Wow. Okay. That's weird. They're like, we have a horse, but it has a horn on it. Yeah. So. It'll stab you. It's people from Scotland like to stab. I mean, it's just part of their culture. I love their national, uh, <laughs> like their motto. I, I, I don't know how to pronounce it because I don't speak Latin. Okay. But it, it means um, that... Uh, Basically, nobody attacks me with impunity. 
Really? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, it's kind of sweet, and it. That's why they have the uh, the thistle, the Scottish thistle. Mm-hmm. Do you know the story about the Scottish thistle? I do. Yeah, my uh, my buddy sweet. Gage's dad, Highland Sellers, there. The, yeah. On their wine, oh. they have the thistle on there. He's told me stories. So. That's pretty cool. It is cool. I'm I'm ready, Mary Kay. <laughs> I'm ready to be schooled. The earliest surviving example of man-to-wolf transformation is found in the Epic of Gilgamesh from around 2100 BC. However, the werewolf, as we now know it, first appeared in ancient Greece and Rome in ethnographic, poetic, and philosophical texts. Did you copy and paste that from Wikipedia? Uh, no, she's well read. I know, but just the like, <laughs> just the the syntax, you know, just the syntax. It feels I'm like a Wikipedia Mary article. Kate's well read, so, definitely. Yeah, she knows, definitely. She knows what she's talking about. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, it, why is it that the Greeks in Rome got to see all the cool shit, and we didn't get to see anything cool like that? I don't know. Did they kill them all I guess off? Probably because we're not creative enough. Yeah. Just think about. Like, they're going to really seriously attack somebody using a wooden horse. Well, that wasn't the Greeks or the Romans. Well, they were, they were, uh, was t- it? Turkish, right? Yeah. No, it was Greeks in, in Turkey, right? I think maybe, I think it was the other way. Around. I know Troy yeah. is, Troy is in Turkey. Oh, is it? I believe. Oh, maybe it was the Greeks that did it then. Yeah. Sure. I think the Greeks were attacking Turkey. Okay. I'm not maybe entirely sure. Greeks. Something yeah. like that, though. Yeah, they were pretty, uh, well, the Romans came up with, and I didn't know this, probably boring the hell out of people, but, uh, like, we still use Roman battle tactics to this day with guns when they were using with swords. Like, the whole flank. The phallus and the, stuff. You know, the whole funneling people into things. Hell you, yeah. you know, little things like that, you know, and it sounds silly, like, well, why didn't everyone do it? Because they didn't, no one knew about it until Rome started going crazy coming up with all these fun ideas of how to, uh, and then Sun Tzu's Sun Art Tzu. of War came yeah. out and it was game over. Yep. It's like, I had a buddy that went to, uh, Sun Tzu must have been before Rome. I'm sure, but they, I'm sure they didn't, but they have, didn't the have access yeah. to it, of course. So, uh, oh geez, what's, is it Annapolis? Is that right? Yeah, Maryland. Uh, okay. The, um, the naval. So if you go to Annapolis, uh-huh. it's like, your day one book is like yeah. the art of war, which right. is hilarious. Cause if you read it, I've read the whole thing. It's a crazy book. It's, it's, he's very specific about certain follow. things. It is. Cause he, some of it, you're like, what does, what does that mean? He's like, you, you've <laughs> got to sleep on the like warm side of the river, like stuff like, like very specific stuff. Strange. You're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll do that. Yeah. The only thing I ever remember is like the best way to win at war is to beat a snake is to cut off the head. Yeah. Like don't don't attack the middle section, and also I was like, you know, take out the commander because <laughs> everyone else was like, they're like being proper dandies and like proper dandy, like fighting like in lines <laughs> and shit. Can you imagine? I'm telling you right now, if I, I got drafted in there and they're like, right. like I just see like what seven dudes is... get laid down next to me and be like, yeah. nope, you're, gonna, <laughs> like, you're just gonna walk up there, it you know until you know you're right in front of a whole line of people that want to kill you. And you're just all going to take shots. And they all have guns. Dude, no way. You want to talk about some serious balls? No way am I going to volunteer to stand there all proper and nice. And then they come to America and try to fight. And the Americans are like, no, we're not going to stand in a line. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be over there. We're going to hide and shoot you behind trees. Just seems 
way. It, you know what? It would be the Americans, though, you know, that completely went gorilla. Well, you know why? It's because they fought Native Americans. Yeah. I mean, Native Americans are like, they're good at like. But the, Brit- but the British fought Native Americans, too. Right. And you'd think they would adapt it, you know, but it's like the Americans are like, well, we had such a hard time when we fought yeah. Native Americans because like, they were hiding around everything. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I could stand behind that. It'd be harder for you to shoot me, but I could still shoot you. <laughs> Jeez. That's My, funny. Who's your, I mean, I, I always get, I love this fact that um, Ulysses Grant completely changed the U.S. military. Did he? I didn't hear this. And he created, basically, he, he changed the way the United States fights. And we still fight that way to this day, ever since the Civil War. And it's the reason why we have the dominant military in the, in the world. And that is um, educating everybody in the military and giving power to make decisions in the field and have field marshals and to say, you're going to go out and I've given you enough training that you can adapt instead of having to like come back and ask the general for instructions. Mm -hmm. Like if you see that they're doing this, just do that, you know? And, but he lost. Right. Jesse. What? Ulysses Grant. Ulysses S. Grant. Oh. Like, like he was, he, he, was he, north. he won. He was yeah. north. He wasn't. And south. then got elected president. Who's the south guy? He, he won Sorry. and then Sorry. got elected president. Sorry, he won. Who? You're talking about Robert E. Lee? Okay, Robert E. Lee. He's the one that lost. But yeah. they said he was like really good too. He was good, but he wasn't as good as Grant. Okay. Yeah, no, I was messed up. It is, it is Grant was, he was the good one. Yeah. I'm off. Sorry. Yeah. We eventually elected him president. That's right. Um, For, he, he's just, on, he he's, just, he's like on money. How many terms did he serve? He's on like a $50 bill or something. Did he serve two? I believe so. How many presidents haven't? Uh, well, I bet you there's only a couple that haven't served two terms. Let's see. It's 2020. Been a country for 200 and what? 230 years. Uh huh. As far as having presidents, uh, divided by four. <laughs> Fifty. Five. Sure. So yeah. we should add 55. 54. And we've had 46. 54. Yeah. 54. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know. So I'm sure there's probably only a couple that haven't served two terms. It'd be interesting. There've been, And we've had a good number that have been assassinated or, or died in office. You, you know why William I, Henry Harrison. I got the, the, the grant thing wrong is because I remember they were, there was a big thing that, the protesters broke one of his statues. Yeah. That's what it was. So I, I forgot because they didn't know who he was. They just knew it was a Civil War yeah. statue. So they thought he was right. And then everyone's like, dude, he's like the one. Yeah. Like, you don't. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what it was. No. Okay. He transformed the U.S. military and literally is the reason why we still win wars. Because, and, and this is a perfect concept for business, I think. I always relate it back to business and back to organizations and leadership mm-hmm. is the best way to be a leader is to do what he did and empower the people below you, empower the people who, um, who you're fighting beside because with knowledge, you need them to make those decisions. Not, not only with knowledge, but with actual power, with the ability to make those decisions, sure. with the ability to, 
adapt on the fly. But you don't want too many people making decisions. You do. You want everybody to be able to make certain levels of decisions. And then you also want them to know when it's time to go ask you. If you're the leader, you want the people that are um, working with you to know that you're going to support their decisions when you, when it's decisions that you've given them the power to make. Okay, that makes sense. And yeah, then a little more. if it's decisions that they don't have the power to make that like really need to be elevated up to a higher level that they know that that's one that they have to go back and ask. But if you don't have an adaptable workforce, if you don't have adaptable leaders within your organization, it's not going to work. You can't have, you can't make every single decision. You can't make every single decision. You have to have people that can make decisions or else it's, you just can't grow. I mean, it makes sense. No one likes being getting the old runaround, and that's when people can't make decisions. Those are the worst. Yeah. Just like, wait, okay, send me to the next person. Yeah. Yeah. No, I once I once went up eight calls to get to like the top dog of a company to get a refund. It was ridiculous. It was hilarious. It was like everyone was like defeating a boss. I was like, okay, bam, bam. Now I'm like, then I hit like he's like the boss. Yeah. So, you know. Once you defeat him, you it's nonsense, win. right? It's pretty fun, though. At the same time, I was it was hilarious listening to everybody throw it on everyone else. Did you have to like throw in a Hadouken or something like that? You have to get over here. Get over. Was was there was there a giant turtle with spikes on his shell? No, there should have been Bowser. I wouldn't want to mess with that. No shit. That sounds scary. Now that we everyone's had to listen to our history lesson for the past <laughs> 30 minutes, they're like, this is not what we signed up for. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. We're going to have a better show for Easter. Can It'll you... be our 50th anniversary show. What are we going to do? Well, are you going to dress up as the bunny? We've got some things. We've got some potential things in the works. So okay. I don't want to give anything away right now, but uh, working on making a good show, hopefully. So you're not going to dress up as the Easter bunny? Um. Does the Easter Bunny wear this mm. black T-shirt? You know, maybe on his off days. I got my black T-shirts. I just don't think he wears clothes. But uh, oh, so you want me to come in here naked? Sure, with a bunny head. That would be interesting. I'm guaranteed to get a lot of views. <laughs> I think that'd be a different kind of viewer. <laughs> Listen, views are views, buddy. Take them. I think that's for the OnlyFans. OnlyFans. That's right. Marianne's <laughs> on our OnlyFans account. If anyone's wondering if they want to see pictures of feet, go to it's rare <laughs> at OnlyFans. <laughs> I just want to know how many people that have no clue it is have tried to look at it and download it when we talk about it. There's got to be a couple people. I don't know. I can see my dad right now. Fuck, OnlyFans must be a sports site or something. <laughs> 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 oh, God. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So. New York must be in some serious problems with taxes right now with revenue because of the weeds because they're fixing to legalize marijuana. I don't know if it's as Do much. Do you think as that, that there'll be like a last minute, like a last minute something will come up and they'll decide not to, or you think that they're going to actually do it this no, time? No, they're in. They but, dove too deep, but they're going to wait 18 months before they allow people to have plants for recreational. That's how most places do it. Yeah. They, they have a long, you know, it's like a slow rollout is how they do it. I think that's probably the best way. You don't want to tell everybody. 
Yeah. Start going. Well, and it gives, I guess it gives all the municipalities times to ban it. Well, ban it and to get update your zoning. So, you know, it's always nice to zoning is bullshit. Have you ever seen some, (laughs) some places that don't have zoning? Some, cause so you can go into some places that don't have, you can go into certain towns and have, and go and they don't have zoning. And I guarantee most of those towns you go, wow, this place is shithole. I, I almost guarantee it because it always is because, you know, you just tell people they can do whatever they want and they're going to, and that's the problem. That's why, unfortunately, we have to have rules is because it's the people that, there are some people that will follow, will like have a code like, hey, I'm not going to put something trashy up that my neighbor has to look at every day because that's a dick move. But then you got the other guy, it's like, fuck it. Like, I'll build whatever I want. It's my land. Do what I want. So I'll just build a freaking trebuchet in the middle of the yard. Like, yeah. right in front of them. And, like, sling stuff at them. I mean, I don't know. So. You can't do that. Yeah. So that's why. Uh, so the, to get the zoning update, I think the main thing in the zoning they're going to say is like, hey, you can't have a marijuana grow place near schools. Because mm. that doesn't make sense. And mm. you probably shouldn't have it near a library. You know, where there's children. It's kind of probably things they'll they'll come up Jesus with. Christ. Little things like that. Things where, you know, little bits of zoning here and there. Oh, okay. Mary Kate's putting in the, the dirty work today. Having to look all this stuff up. 10 one-term presidents. Dude, how many of, most of them are Republicans. Let's see. Look at that. And they all, those are all the ones that lived, though. Well, yeah, I think that's fair, though. That's what I was kind of thinking, was like, who how many, how many get terms? reelected? Yeah, I'm thinking, uh, like, William Henry Harrison um, only was president for, like, three months, and then he died, Tecumseh's curse. Um. Can't believe John Adams only served one term. I'm not sure how long McKinley was president. Because didn't everyone love John Adams? He was in a second. And John Quincy Adams, both of them. Um, not everybody. No, obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, interesting. Okay. Huh. For everyone out there listening, sorry, we're looking at all the presidents that only served one term. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so um. Back to zoning. <laughs> I we don't. I, I don't want to go into zoning today, <laughs> so we're just going to argue about it. Yeah, I mean, maybe my my whole thing is as long as something your neighbor can do can affect your property and the value of it, there has to be zoning because nobody wants to live next to the clampets. I mean, I would because they're pretty cool. You know, a lot of people wouldn't want to live next to the clampets is the problem. So you got somebody with a thousand junk cars on their yard, trash all over. It's disgusting. It stinks. You're out trying to be in the swimming pool with your family, enjoying it. And it's, you know, that's not, you should be able to enjoy the atmosphere around your house without other people's garbage affecting it. Yeah. No, and I agree that's, with that. You know, that's why zoning's that- there because if it wasn't there, you could do whatever you wanted. There would be nothing to stop someone. They could build a fence so halt so high that if the sun comes up in the morning on their side, it blocks the sun. I mean, people would do this stuff. They're spiteful enough. 
somebody build a 30 foot fence bet me money i can almost guarantee it like people are crazy like trump sure i mean yeah what's his 40 25 feet i think another 10 feet yeah the fence just got 10 feet taller yeah so there you go that that's why they're zoning because of stuff like that they affects your life i don't think that having a marijuana growing facility near anything has anything to do with anything maybe not i mean it's just i'm sure with i think what they're trying to do is is completely ban marijuana in certain municipalities and just to be able to say look penyan we don't want it we're not going to have it can they do that well, they, they did put in a provision that if they make a, like, local municipalities can make a law by December 31st of 2021. And I'm not sure if it bans it entirely or if it just bans growing facilities or dispensaries or what it is. Um, but they do have the power to do that as long as they do it this calendar year. Interesting. How, so what do you see? I, I don't see Penyon doing that. Banning it? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, it's highly Republican, but at the it same time, the new age Republicans... Six one, half dozen of the other. could go either really, way. You know, I think the whole marijuana issue is kind of leaving the party. I hope so. And it's I, a stupid issue. I think the, the more you talk to younger Republicans, so isn't the uh, right for a woman to choose. I think they're kind of, yeah, I think people are okay with it. They don't like the late term. I can't say I'm on board with it, but I mean, it's not, I'm not a woman, so I don't make the decision. I mean, that's my feeling, but you know, I think as myself as a Republican, I, none of those values, the old school values are so far off. Yep. And I guess, are they the conservative values? Is that what you'd say? Or? Uh, you know what? I really don't even know anymore. Yeah. Uh, to me, it's, it's, um, I was, I was actually, did you listen? Did you ever open the link I sent you last, th- this past week? I read it or read it, listened to it. Did you listen to it? Yeah. Some o- only like 30 minutes. I didn't listen. It wasn't very long. I think though. it was about 30 minutes yeah. long. Um, I found it really interesting. It was a, uh, it was basically Eric Fromm was a philosopher, um, I believe from Germany. And it was talking about his book, Escape from Freedom. And I found it really interesting and it matches up with a lot of the things that you see is people really are afraid of freedom because it gives them anxiety that they have to, um, now they have to do something with it. And now they have to make their own choices instead of having things dictated to them. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, scary for a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, well, it's easy. I mean, a lot of people like guidelines. Yeah. So that's, so what they, what their conclusion was, was this, um, sadomasochism of that people who are basically trying to escape freedom have the sadomasochism where they want to control the sadism part is that they want to be able to have control over a group. Like they want to be able to say, look, nobody can smoke marijuana. Or maybe they aren't saying that anymore, but maybe they're saying something else. Maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, we don't want anybody to be able to do that. So um, that sadism, they want to control that group of people and say, okay, well, you you can't do that thing that you want to do. But then they also, the the masochism part is them lumping themselves into that and saying, I want to be controlled in that way as well. Gotcha. And um, I think, I don't know, freedom is scary for people because, like I said, they have to do something with it. They now have to make those choices for themselves. 
um, they have to deal with other people around them making those decisions for themselves. Well, what's the scary part is, and I mean, we don't have many cultures that are totally free that have it. So it's hard to go against, but is that the top producing cultures and the, the ones with the lowest crime and the lowest debt have the most rules. So it's kind of, you go to like, you go to, to, they live in a socialist society where everyone kind of is for each other. You know, everyone, they have like the same houses, the same cars, like go to Denmark, right. Or Switzerland or, or some of those places. And it was a, I actually was watching a podcast on it and they were talking about converting people, like how socialism is better than people think. I don't think so, but well, and so there, there's that argument that people keep bringing up is that it's wrong with the with more control is more productive and more. I'm, I'm it's just I'm playing devil's advocate. Cause yeah, to you me, are. To but me, it's, it's not for me. It's so. wrong. It's wrong, and here's why. <laughs> yeah. Um. This is what I want you to do. Yeah, because to first, me, I don't. So, think. like, people say, oh, like, look at Sweden; they're socialist. Mm-hmm. They're they're not really fully socialist. Um, they do have a lot of socialist programs. Yeah, I won't deny that. But they actually, um, they have in a lot of ways more economic freedom than we do in the United States. If you look at different freedom indexes and things like that, they have freedom. They're not completely authoritarian there as now, much you, as it feels. You got like an example. Like we talk about it. No, yeah, I mean. Because like I said, the one I was listening to, he didn't give he didn't back his claims with facts. And so it was like, it's just, you know, a podcast to listen well, to. Let's see what we can, let's see. <laughs> oh, is this a freedom scale? <laughs> Human freedom index. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Okay. I'm ready to see this. So more freedom is the darker green. So you're telling me Iceland has no freedom or Greenland? Greenland. There's uh, zero freedom. Uh, has no data. Gray is <laughs> gray is no data. No one knows what's going on with Greenland. So look at Sweden's an eight point five two on the freedom index. We're an eight point four four. They're more free than we are. Wow. Okay. Uh Norway eight point four five. Okay. What's Australia? Why is Australia so green? Eight point six eight. They can't have guns. That doesn't even make sense. They can some of them can have guns. Guns aren't the only measure of freedom. Well, for me, guns the top freedom. I think I want my it, guns. It's definitely high up on my list, but I don't. It's it's not the only thing. What about Canada? What are they? So, let's see. Top ten. New Zealand. Hmm. The United States is tied in seventeenth place with wow. the UK for freedom. So when we talk about the US being free, we used to be free. Uh, maybe a little bit. Some of us, not all of us. But Taiwan, obviously, just two below us. Obviously, some people would would disagree with that. Japan's um, eleven. Whoa, interesting. I I can't get on the whole. They're the way they did Australia can't be right. Seems crazy. Yeah, I mean, the thing is. It comes down to more than those things. There's negative freedoms and positive freedoms. Um, there's oh, right there, it gives the index of what yeah. they base it on. Okay. So based on the rule of law, security and safety, movement, religion, association, assembly, and civil society, expression and information, identity and relationships, size of government, legal system and property rights, access to sound money 
freedom to trade internationally and regulation of credit, labor, and business is what this is based on. Hmm. And we tied for 17th. And we try to say that we're the most free country in the world. And we're just not. We just aren't. And so to your point, some of those places do have lower debt and some of them do have, it's not because they're less free. Well, there you go. As, as long as the, the Cato Institute is on, I mean, that puts it pretty plain there. So there you go. Yeah. Interesting. Like it. Yeah. But now Japan ahead of us, what is their, what government do they have? Do you know what, what their government is? I'm surprised to see Japan ahead of us. Because they can't have guns. I just, I feel like there, it's a little stricter culture on certain things, but I mean, there's a, I think there's a difference between, um, cultural freedom and legal freedom. You know, like there are things that, um, we don't do because it's like a cultural constraint. Oh, they have judiciary branches and a legislature. Okay. So. Unitary parliamentary constitutional monarchy. Oh, okay. Interesting. Huh. For the past 136 years. They're more free. The freedom. Hey, listen. I don't want all the freedoms. I've, I've said it. I just want most of the freedoms. Most of the time. Oh. I don't want full freedom. That's scary. Because I don't trust the other people around me to be fully free they don't deserve full freedom because you're a sadist sure yeah sure that, that makes if that's i don't know if you want to say so but i know what full freedoms that i'm not going to do things irresponsible that could affect my neighbors and my family and other things and i know other people with freedoms personally that would be bad you know, they they would just they wouldn't follow the rules. They they there's no rules, right? So so like I so, always say, so <laughs> like I always say, do what you want to do until it harms somebody else or it harms the environment. Right? Yeah, I just think you'll see a lot of people do that. That's the only limit there should be on freedom, is where it harms other people. You don't think humans need need something to. Because how many people, even with what we have, screw up? What do you mean? Like, I don't have know. Have a different lifestyle than you? No. How many people do you think need, like, a guideline? Like, this is society's, like, the rules are almost guidelines a lot of times. Because people still break the rules and don't get in trouble. So, okay. So, you know, I yeah. mean, it's just kind of like a lot of laws are almost a guideline. Like, you're supposed to do this, you're supposed to do this, because it's right. just what you're supposed to do. And no one follows the laws. Everybody breaks laws all the time. And half of them, the police, no one don't care about because they're silly. Right. But now you take away all these guidelines other than, Hey, don't hurt this person. Don't affect the environment and go crazy. How many people without certain guidelines go crazy? So you think that the point of laws is to um, require us to be moral? I think it helps. Do you think that it should? 
that it should help. Do you think that... I um, hope it would. Do you I, think I that, want people to be moral. Do you think that your morality is the same as everybody else's morality? No, but I think maybe it gives us like a baseline of where everyone should kind of be. It's like, you know, this you is... Don't, you don't think there's any the other right, way to do that? And then this Other is than bad. it be the law? No, maybe there is. I don't know. That's the thing is I just, I don't know what else you do. Um, maybe have a community. Like I, the, th- the one thing that I always go back to is if people are so, people are so afraid to take participation in certain things in their community and if people just participate in their community, it'd be better. And instead, they're like, okay, look, um, I just want there to be a law so that nobody can do that thing that I don't like. And so rather than talk to their neighbor, they call the police on their neighbor. And that's not healthy. That's not a healthy society. No. And the best thing that we can do is to take those laws away and there will be growing pains and let people um, be neighbors with each other. Maybe. I and, don't know. I wouldn't want to be the, the person community. to roll it out. I know that. That's it, all I'm it's saying. Scary, I don't, right? I think that's, I, it's, it's it, scary. I don't know. I've, there's so many people I see on a daily basis that just can't, can barely function with the guidelines we have now. And it's, you know, you expect, are the, they hurting other people? The meth head guy next door that's making meth in his garage, you know, to to now follow the rules by being neighborly with them. It's just there's no way to be neighborly because now you can call the cops and be like, hey, there's a lot of noise. They're up all night. Like, you know, it, it's nuts over there. You go and confront them. I don't know if I want to confront a drug, somebody making drugs. And Maybe you don't drugs. start with confronting them. Maybe you start with. You know, a nice letter. <laughs> no, maybe you start with, "Hey Jim, like, how you doing today? How's everything going?" Uh huh. Said good. Making meth. How you doing? <laughs> like, what do you, what do you do? That's the thing. It's just I've, I've dealt with horrible neighbors. I've been around them. I'm with people that just were not even respectful of you trying to sleep. Like, and I've gone up and knocked on their door, asked politely, "Hey." You know, it's three o'clock in the morning. You know, maybe could you keep it down? You know, I got to work in the morning. Yeah, no problem. Go back right to it. Go up there again. Guys, I don't want to call anyone. Can you? No. I mean, just simple. Like, no, people don't. People, Some people just don't give a shit. Yeah, well, I mean. So what do you do about people that don't give a shit? Call the police. There you go. Yeah, you're back to the same freaking thing, man. I mean, really? But now there's no. But at least, but at least you tried. At least you had a conversation with your neighbor. Yeah, but now what if I? What if it was but a disgruntled the better way would be, neighbor, and the, then the, it turns the better into a thing, physical sure, altercation? Yeah. The, the better thing would be to try to have a good relationship with your neighbor in the first place. Well, I, I so that I, that's an easier. I did before. Yeah, uh, I talked to him. Hey, how's it going? Gave him some moonshine stuff like that. Like we were buddies that one day. I'll never forget this. And just did not give a shit to, you know, about third time I called the landlord. I'm like, dude, yeah, do something. Yeah. This is out of control. So he'd call the police on him. I mean, and you're still, it's going to be that way. Police are going to get called because people don't care. Yeah. And that's okay. 
I mean, I'm not saying that it's going to be complete anarchy. I'm not saying we should have anarchy. I'm just saying a little bit more freedom. Yeah, I mean, Sarah's, I mean, she's worked security. I guess she kind of, she's got some ideas. I know doing what I've done, I, I know people need guidelines. <laughs> it's crazy. So a lot of people don't, but there's a there's a there's another half of a lot of people that do. I'm not saying that people don't need rules. I'm just saying, like I said, we could loosen up a little bit. We could talk to our neighbors. We could try to have a community. You could try to build your community to make it a better place. I mean, obviously, you're doing things to make your community a better place. I'm trying to do things to make my community a better place. And I think that just, what's that uh, rising tide lifts all ships? Right. But at the same time, we have a similar moral code. Morally, we yeah. we're good people. But we, that didn't go out. But of that didn't way. come from the law. That came from our family. That came from um, our community, our society. Like it didn't. It didn't come from. Oh well, we read the list of laws and we're like, okay, well, those are it. That's what I got to do. We were like your your mom was like, go say you're sorry, and then you did. Yeah, and now you know that sometimes physical, physical you need to say I'm sorry. Makes me so right. sorry. <laughs> from your mom, right? Here's a shoe. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Go say sorry. Like you learn from your family. Like that's, and not everybody has that. But any movement in that direction, I think, is positive. Sure. I mean, I'm I'm okay with seeing new things roll out here and there that maybe are less restrictive. Is there times where I think the cops are better off driving someone home? then throwing them in jail you're damn right i mean sometimes there is but you gotta give people guidelines and that's funny sarah that you brought up uh, uh, at a concert because you want to talk about some of the the worst behaved most out of control people like working security you couldn't pay me enough to work security at a concert yeah it just goes to show you how bad society is like at places where a lot of people get together because you got so many different people from different backgrounds with different perspectives on things and it just turns into an absolute shit show. It's crazy. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. So. Well, and it's also a private venue that like yeah, that they have the ability to make rules above and beyond what society follows because it's a, it's a private event. Right. And they should and people should follow them. Yeah. And if they don't want to follow them, they shouldn't be there. They have the the ability to leave. Yeah, it's a hard one. I don't know. I'm down to see new things. I'm always, and I'm, I like to see it done in a controlled area and see how it works and expand it. You know, it's like, that's why I'd like to see a lot of these things done. But I mean, some of these things are so radical and out of control. I can't even imagine. Yeah. I I don't want to be a part of it. The whole Ithaca wants to get rid of their police department. And then the day after they say it, somebody gets their throat sliced and another person gets stabbed. It's just like, you yeah, I don't think rid that of your police. De- are you guys think, out of control over there? I don't like, think that those events are in any way related to each other. Not at all. That's. I don't, I don't think that them announcing that they were ch- changing the name of their law enforcement arm caused somebody to be stabbed. Exactly. That they were. Exactly. What? Exactly. It didn't have anything to do. It with didn't it. have anything to do with no. it. No. Yeah. But that's what happens in Ithaca. That's the thing. It is what happens in Ithaca. People get stabbed. People get shot. People get robbed. Right. And you want to get rid of the police. I don't think that they're planning on 
completely eliminating law enforcement. I think they're planning on changing their model. Yeah, they wanted to get social workers to go and talk to people. Yeah. And the social workers are like, no. Is there something wrong with they, social workers? They, they don't want to do it. There was a big thing about it. They, they have enough on their plate, let alone to go in and deal with domestic violence as well. Yeah, I mean, if you're in a violent situation, you're not going to send somebody that's not. You're not going to send them alone and you're not going to send them, you know, to confront somebody physically. You're not sending a social worker to conf- confront somebody in a physical altercation. But how many how many police have been shot or stabbed when they go to a house and it's not something that's supposed to be physical? Way too many. So how many social workers yeah. are going to go to these houses and get shot on something that's not supposed to be physical? As I mean, yeah, I'll tell I you mean, what, as a social worker, I wouldn't have signed up to go to knock on people's houses to be the cops. That's just not. No, no, certainly not. I don't know. I'd, I'd like to actually... I, I don't know everything about their model. I'd like to see what, what their plan would be for those types of situations because I, I'm guessing that they're not sending them in there cold um, without any kind of um, preparation or planning. You know, they're not... I know, like, as much as it seems like they're doing something radical, I don't think they're complete idiots. I think that they probably have a reasoning behind what they're doing and they probably have a plan behind it. And if they want to do that on a local level, I think it, I mean, they've already got a high crime rate, especially violent crime. And it'd be interesting to see them try to do something different, especially if it worked. I don't know if it will or if it won't. I don't know what their plan is. I'd really like to see it. Yeah. I mean, Brandon says they are getting rid of their, I mean, I, I'm not a hundred percent. I just know what I was Oh, state and county. Interesting. Interesting. So I wonder what their model will be then. They're going. I know they're going to get like peace officers, is what they're like doing. Like people okay. that will go control the police and then call, I guess, state and county. I'm not sure. Interesting. I'm, I'm sure Brandon knows. I, I yeah. I don't know for sure. So yeah, yeah Br- I'm sure Brandon knows more about it than than we do. Um, I'm assuming maybe they'll take more advantage of the the county sheriffs and and state police, but for those violent situations yeah i don't know i don't know who's going to sign up for that job because at the end of the day i have a feeling the peace officers are going to turn to be cops <laughs> because right. there's, they're going to go to a couple house calls things are going to get violent people are going to quit people are going to want guns they're going to be police it's just it's what's going to happen it's how it's how it's going to work it might i don't know. like i said I, i'm just interested to see what it'll be i'm interested I'll be watching. I know we talked, I talked to Brandon a little bit about the idea of um, police living in their communities. So this seems to be a move away from that in some ways, if, if they're going to be relying on uh, county and state police rather than on a local police force. They definitely don't want to respond to these calls. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, I don't think that, um, it is necessarily prudent to completely eliminate your police force. Um, but I don't think that there's anything wrong and, and everybody's like, Oh, well, social workers. And I'm not saying that social workers do want to respond to these. Um, maybe they could be on the phone. I'm not, I, what I'm saying is that those extra resources that they have that are, um, different, um, can add 
to the capabilities of a law enforcement arm. So like, for instance, um, it just makes it so it's something that's available. It's like if you're a carpenter and you come in and you're like, okay, well, I've got a hammer. All right. Well, okay. Now I've got 10 hammers. Okay. What about like a, what about like a drill or a screwdriver? You know, you could throw some of those in there. Now it expands your capabilities vastly. It makes it so there's way more things that you can do. Um, but they do have that right now. There's a lot of mental health on stuff like this. There's more yeah. than than most people know. I'm coming from a criminal justice background and working in it. There, there's social workers that come to houses and and help out with all sure, this stuff. Sure, they, they, their state, the state will like grant people money to go get a therapist to work this stuff. I mean, people have it all the time. When someone gets arrested, the first thing that happens is you take them in a jail cell. You ask them what are they addicted to. Mm-hmm. How can we help you medically? Mm-hmm. Then a mental health guy comes in. What's going on with your mental health? How can we help you out? They, I mean, these so are they're cool. not getting that now because of the bail reform, right? So now we've got to find a different way to deliver that. Well, I mean, sure, but that's I mean, there there are these programs, and then when it, the problem is the police show up when they're unruly. So that's why I just don't know why a peace officer comes in because that's it. They're are they there to talk people down? I don't know. I, I would hope that they would be used before things become unruly. I know that's maybe too much of a reach. I just don't know who, I don't know. who decides. I don't know. I, I don't know either. I think, you know what needs to happen at the at the most? Teach these cops some BJJ. Let's, let's, le- let's learn some rear naked chokeholds, some Kimuras. Let's, let's get some locks. Oh, you're not allowed to choke anymore. Rear naked choke's fine. Is we'll, it? We'll do a blood choke. Okay. We won't do, we won't do an air constricting air choke. So... Marianne is uh she she's like on every other week usually is how it goes it's a busy sorry Aaron. yeah so my main thing is at the end of the day I mean I'm down for anything that's helpful for everyone I just would like I have this feeling that people need guidelines sure it, it, remi- yeah. it reminds me of and what, what's the book with the kids on the island uh, Lord of the Flies. There we go. Yeah, yeah, that's what it seems. Sure. Like. It, and, well, and it's just like, okay, everyone's free. What's going to happen? People are going to eat each other because they're crazy. <laughs> like, and that's yeah. why everybody's afraid of freedom is because they read Lord of the Flies. Maybe, but um, or, or maybe they watch like Survivor or some shit. You know, people get crazy. I don't know, man. All I'm saying, <laughs> listen, I'm not saying that we should completely throw away what we've got. I, all I'm saying is that we have the ability, and I think responsibility to evolve and that's going to require some creativity and it's going to mean doing things that maybe we think we're uncomfortable with. And sometimes it's going to mean failing and saying, Oh shit, like we're, we're going to try this and then, Oh shit, it got worse. Okay. We're, we're not going to do that anymore. You can't get better if you're afraid to get better. If you're afraid to fail, you can't get better if you're afraid to change. And so I'm not saying that we have to completely throw everything away. I I support what we've done for the most part. And I think that we're moving in the right direction. Um, I want to make things safer for everybody, um, especially law enforcement, because we're asking them to deal with these different situations. And so things like marijuana becoming legal in New York State is going to decrease in a lot of ways. I hope it's going to decrease confrontations um, 
with law enforcement and make it so that it's safer to be in law enforcement because they're not going to have to go deal with the guy that's got a joint. Right. It's just one last time that's that true. they're being put in danger. That's what, no, I think that's going to be good. And th- that's all I want. Yeah. I, I just want things to be better for everybody, safer for everybody, happier for everybody. And with, with a dash of freedom whenever we can. <laughs> so I got to tell you, you're, I, I respect your opinion almost more than anybody. And I'm going to try to analyze you a little bit and it's, coming from somebody that's maybe not as intellectual as you are but before i started working in any part of criminal justice corrections i used to think almost like you did i was like you know like we don't need cops for this any cops for that the laws are so restrictive what a joke like i hated them and i'm like you know things can change and i had a feeling that most people thought the way i did and i believe the higher intellectual intellectual you are you start to feel like more like, you know, I feel this way. So why doesn't everyone kind of have this same? And then you find out it's not even close. It's no, morally, I, I know everybody. Morally, isn't. people are not even close to who you are. I, I'm telling you, if you have any thought in your mind that majority of people do the good thing working in criminal justice, your whole you go, no, that's not how it is. God. If you give half the people no guidelines, it feels like they they go against them. You just hear all this stuff, you see all this stuff, you go through all this stuff, what people can do to their children, what they can do to babies, and it's disgusting. And you just feel like, thank God, thank God that there's guidelines that, and you can keep these people away from society. And then you just think about the people that don't get caught. And I don't know, it's, it changes you. I'm telling you, doing something like that, I left corrections because I was a different person than when I came in. Yeah, that's so, a tough, I mean, and, and that's that's a tough thing that our law enforcement have to deal with. And it is part of the problem is, is that um, we've got this thing called availability bias. And when you can think of 10 examples of people being absolute trash, it makes you think that it, the majority of people aren't good. And they are. Maybe. Yeah. They I'm, are. I'm sure they you are. can think of more that aren't because you've been put in a position where most of the people that you interact with aren't. That doesn't mean it's most of the people. It's just most of the people that you interact with in that role because that's when you get the phone call. And so you get this availability bias of, yeah, I can think of the last 10 people that I, you know, dealt with for this were trash and the next one's going to be trash. And I don't think that that's what, um, most law enforcement officers officers think. Um, but I could see how it would be difficult to think that all people are good or most, not all people are good, but that most people are good when you're being, being put in these positions on a daily basis, it's gotta be harder. Um, when you can think of so many negative examples. Yeah. I mean, you're right. If there was 300 million fills, your ideas would be perfect. I'm telling you, I think there are, I think there's just 30 million. <laughs> there just want to be I much think, whiskey no, in the but world, there's, but there's, but there's another gone. 30 million that are not. I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, if everyone had the same, I mean, just like, you know, people that I've known that commented on here, like if those were your, your everyday people, like, yeah, maybe, half of us are pain in the ass. Maybe we all drink maybe a little too much 
and maybe, but everyone works their ass off. Everyone has moral codes. Everyone will do anything they can to help another person. Yeah. But I'm just in my experience, I've seen a lot of people that aren't that way. There so. are. Yeah. And there are a lot of people that way. It's just not, it's not most, it's a very small number. Yeah. I don't know. All I hope is it's not in our area when they try it, Phil. I would rather it be somewhere else. I, and it sounds selfish, but I I would rather feel I would and it's not for my safety. I carry a gun because I don't feel safe, right? Because that's why you have if you have a gun, because you're a man of action, right? You know, you feel like you need to protect people, protect yourself, or maybe just look, think you look like uh, dirty Harry or something. I don't know. But uh I I'm, I'm more worried about my sister, my mother my girlfriend than I am myself. I, I I would rather them be safe and have to follow a couple stupid laws than it be totally free and them not be safe. And that's just the way I've always thought is like, you know, am I restrict? Same thing with these stupid ass. I've masks. never, I've, I've never spoken out against laws that involve people harming other people. I know. It just feels like, like when you, it just feels like the less you, you put guidelines, the more people like think about the road, right? The road didn't have the lines. People would be all over the goddamn thing. Telling no, me. they wouldn't. They may. They wouldn't. Because <laughs> the no. ones that were all over it wouldn't last very long. And then they'd say, oh, shit, I better drive on the right side of the road. Have you been in Yates County? Most of the roads don't have lines, <laughs> the dirt Jesse. Roads, the dirt roads don't count. Just, almost none of the roads have lines. <laughs> Will you allow Where do people an- drive? They drive on the right goddamn side of the <laughs> Will road. Will you give my analogy Why a little do they bit do- of help? <laughs> no, yeah, I'm going to give you a little bit of help. I'm going to tell you that there aren't millions of accidents in Yates County every day due to the lack of lines right. in it's the a middle hor- of the road. It's a horrible analogy. It's a perfect analogy because that's freedom. The road it's without the analogy. lines is freedom and... People can drive up and down it all day long, and we do fine because we all know as a society, you got to drive on the right side, especially when somebody's coming the other way, and we do it because it's the right thing to do and not because there's a line there telling us that we have to stay over there. All right. Yeah, but then the police get called when you don't do it. Yeah, when you hit somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Or yep. when you're driving on the opposite and side of the road, the cops come. You can't drive on the opposite side of the road. It's against the law. Right. Right. So the cops come. Yeah. So that's your guideline. It's <laughs> that the cops are going to get you. But they're not going to come. <laughs> right? Jesus Christ, Jesse. No, no. <laughs> you're just, you're, you're stretching. You're stretching. You're just I trying to win. I don't know. No, you're probably right. You are. If they weren't enforcing drunk drivers, there would be a lot more people driving drunk. People call cabs so they don't get stopped. Yeah, you're right, Brandon. They do. I'm actually looking forward to We're trying to get more drivers available in this area, um, hopefully soon. I saw Eddie was uh, recruiting drivers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, Ed Van Stein's up here recruiting drivers so that we can have um, safe rides home for people that can't walk. And... um, I'm fired up about it. I like the ideas though. I mean, and people like, here's another one where I'm kind of crazy, but if, if it's really, you know, if we know that we might get stopped by the police, I think that if, if it was just easier to get a ride home, people would get a ride home for sure. Regardless of whether or not they're going to get stopped. I think if we just made it easier for people to get a ride home, um, 
And hey, there you go. You backed up one of your things. If you had more tools, things would be better. Yeah. You're right. I mean, yeah. there was more cabs and Ubers around here. I'm sure there'd be less drunk driving. Yeah. You know, makes sense. Or, yeah. you know, and I'm going to sound really crazy, but the, the like four police uh, cars that like circle the block up here, maybe like two of them could just give people rides home. Yeah, right. And then that then that crime is prevented instead of, um, you know, I don't know. Maybe not, but. Yeah, I don't know. Or people could just be an adult and not drive drunk. That would be nice. Well, absolutely. Yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's what we should do. It's just hard. Um, I don't know. I shouldn't say it's just hard. You have the responsibility to not drive drunk. Everybody has the responsibility to not drive drunk. Um, it's hard to find a ride here unless you've got somebody that is going to come be a designated driver. I'm thankful that I live where I can walk if I go out. Um, yeah, you're lucky. Yeah. A couple of those times I've seen you. you Serpentine. You needed lines on the fucking sidewalk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, that's all for today, folks. <laughs> I kept it between the buoys. Between what are you talking about? No, you know what? No, Phil, you, you have good ideas. I'm responsible. You, I think maybe somebody, you know, would maybe more uh, more intellectual than I am might be able to give you a good debate on it. I don't know. I just, I think, you know, your ideas are a little radical to me. But, yeah. Well, but, they're, uh, they're different. They're yeah. not what we're doing. Yeah. They're so, not what anybody, Some I don't think they're what anybody's doing. But I'm the same guy. I don't really like I change. Just, I just think so, we could be creative. I yeah. like creativity. There you go. Fires me up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right, Brandon. A lot of people think they're fine. That's true. I wish, yeah, I just, I wish we could find a way to get better at this as a society. I'm not, and I, so too, I don't want to contrast too much because this is, I don't want to have a long debate about it, but we've, we've been in like having pretty strict enforcement of, um, you know, DWI for quite a few years. Yeah. And has it, has it decreased the number of people driving drunk? I don't know. I think maybe fatal accidents, they said. Is uh, it? But I don't know about. The yeah, I, I don't know the stats, so I can't. But, um, you know, when we've when we've got something that we it's like the uh, you look at the war on drugs. It, people are doing more drugs than they ever have. And we've had a war on drugs for 50 years. Yeah, something's got to change. And so you got to think, you know, maybe we got to do something different. We got to try it a different way if we want it to get better. I think maybe, like you said, legalizing marijuana might actually, you know, maybe drop down on how much police have to come to stupid ass yeah. calls and stuff. I hope or maybe, helps. maybe more. I know people are worried people about are smoking weed in public. I don't yeah, know. I don't know what pe- happened. People are worried so. about like people smoking and drinking or sorry, smoking and driving. Um, people are really concerned about that. And I hope that that does not become the issue that they think it will be. Is there a way to test for that? Um, I believe that they're planning on having a saliva test that they'll use for roadside stops, which I think they already, I mean, they must already have something for that, right? Don't know. Not, not, I mean, you'd have to listen, as far as I went was corrections. Any farther. So they've still got DWAI as a thing, right? So, yeah. Um, I, I don't know how they're, if that's just a sobriety I mean, type you, test, you or, should be able to tell by looking at them. But I mean, I don't know. Eh, who knows? I don't know either. I don't know. I ho- I just ho- I always hope things get better, and 
are you going to do? Yeah, I don't know. But we'll see. Well, creativity sometimes doesn't hurt. Well, continue to use and save. How many lives have been saved by police? I don't know what you mean, Brandon. You look at people continuing to use and save. How many th lives have been saved by the police? I'm sure loads and loads and loads of lives. I mean, even in Yates County um, this year, I mean, how many times have police shown up and given Narcan and things like that and save lives here? I mean, I, I can't guess. A I lot mean, of times they're the first responders hear about for all sorts of medical emergencies. They're given CPR. They've got AEDs in their cars. They've got Narcan in their cars. They're the, I mean, they're often there before the ambulance. They're calling the ambulance. Every month or um, every two months, I'd say you might hear about something. Yeah. yeah. And maybe one month there'll be like two or three in it, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I know I've heard quite a few over the winter. Yeah, that's true. I I just don't think that there there seems to be a lot of drugs out there. No matter how much we get them off the street, I think that there it seems like there's a lot of drugs out there. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know what we can do at this point. Maybe um, we've just spent fifty years trying kind of the sameish thing, and I don't know, maybe something different. Yeah, I don't know what that would be need need creative people um, creative Brandon I'd love to do that uh, if let me know send me a personal message sometime I'd love to set up a ride along I think that'd be cool um, let me know if that's possible is Brandon a yeah he's in law enforcement yeah. is he yeah oh, so awesome man. Um, one of my old friends from from high school really and uh yeah actually from we, we go back to when we we're little kids so good to hear from you love to i'd love to be able to do that that's cool i'd love to be able to chat about this anytime just send me a message thanks for the help brandon yeah <laughs> all right everybody that is all for today um have, have a great sunday yeah everyone have or whatever day you're listening to this have a great that day and maybe the day after. Sure. You think Brandon come on the podcast sometime? That'd be fun. I'd definitely love to talk about it. Yeah. Definitely. That'd be cool, Brandon. Be if you're ever interested, that would be cool to have you on. So maybe. Definitely. Yeah. All right. All right. Everybody have a great day.